Welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, y'all. A movie review podcast partnered with fighters, martial artists, those guys on YouTube videos who don't cheap shot the people they fighting, all band together for the good of all mankind. For first time listeners and for regular listeners, this is your boy Contavious, master shadow of the magical arts, filling in for Basil, our retired general for the assassination corpse. We have three honorary shadows, Alex, Khan, and Nikonsi, who named their podcast the same as our organization. By mistake, of course. Now, we let them chill here at the Secret Chamber and record their show. Fantastic job, Contavious. It's been a trying week, what with our little mishap from last week, where our new mage, Jason, turned my hand into a chicken. Still super sorry about that, Basil. Not to worry, Jason. Making mistakes are sometimes an even better lesson than doing it right the first time. Ugh, well, I just don't know what went wrong. Well, basically, you used the Farsi word for good morning. So let me get this straight. Saying good morning in Farsi will turn someone's hand into a chicken? I don't know about all that, but Farsi is a magical language. Not sure if you heard the girl speaking it, but it was basically a misfire. Got it. Well, what if I said good night in Farsi? Will it turn Basil's hand into a crow? Ooh, or a raven? Uh, guys, I'm still here with a bad case of chicken hand for a week now. Do you realize how hard it is to write out morning duties with a chicken for a hand? Good point. I mean, her calligraphy was gorgeous. You sure you don't want to keep her, Basil? Okay, writing isn't the only thing I need my hand for, lads. I still have other purposes for this hand. More intimate purposes? Yeah, you know what? We better get Basil back to normal, Jace. Now, this time, focus on the object that you want to change. Okay. Sobahar! Uh, Jesus! Oh, that's better. Contavious, look! Jason separated the chicken from my wrist and fixed my hand all at once. Yo, Jace, this is some legit high-level magic. Stop it, you guys. I just couldn't bear the thought of living without Helena's penmanship. Oh, her name is Helena, BT Dubs. Well, I can't complain about that. I've actually grown quite fond of Helena over the past week. I think it worked out for everybody. Mm, And on that warm and fuzzy note all, enjoy the episode. Oh my god, we have to get Helena a Hidden Shadows robe. That would be the best. We about to make her look fresh. I want this. Oh yeah, we should do that. Okay, deal. That shit is garbage, bananas. This is gonna be really creepy, and then we're gonna have. I'm just gonna play Hearthstone. We're gonna have action figures of ourselves. It's weird. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I was like, I walked by the booth, and I was like, who in their right mind would do that? That's weird. And then I was like, hey, you know, it'd be really funny if we made ourselves action figures. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. It's almost as bad, or it's almost as cool as having a right hand or a chicken for a right hand. I never said- Like in Basil's case? I never said I was in my right mind. 
I'm gonna just get a bunch of these figures made and give it to people for Christmas. Do you want to see if Jason will like make it happen for us? He's like working with his magic. He might be able to put our heads on figurines. Yeah, I think, or he might turn us into chickens. I think. Uh, I think it'd be more fun to be turned into chickens. That you know the life of a chicken, but like a domesticated chicken, not like a uh, an okay. Egg I don't chicken. know. But see, the thing is, is that you're still saying chicken, but we're still all male, so we would then be roosters, and then I would have a really good cock game. Wait, but what does that mean about Basil's right hand? But wait, is it a female? What if I really yeah, want to be a chicken. a chicken? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I might just want to be a chicken. I'm not. I'm not. You know, saying that you can't be a transgender rooster, but like, well, I you mean, can be a chicken. Then, he might as well you know just know go. I mean? That's full, what I'm saying. Might as well go full chi- chicken. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna be a chicken. Yeah. All right, Jason will make it happen. Then Contavius can just turn it back. He's he's good at that shit. Welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, everybody. A movie review podcast, just like Basil had mentioned earlier. And uh, actually, Contavious said it earlier. But my really, 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 you were there. I don't remember. Okay, that's weird. He did the whole. Anyway, um, my name is Alex, and uh, Buenos noches. Buenos noches. That right there, gentleman speaking Spanish is Nikanti, and he's going to be speaking Spanish all episode long. Si, señor. He's going to be speaking Spanish in English. Think about that. While our next host introduces himself. C.S. The siesta. Let me introduce him to the left or to your right or through your interwebs of the mind. This is Khan Jong-il. I mean... That'd be a dope rap name, though. That would be so cool. That'd be a fucking dope rap name. Oh, my God. Uh, today we went to go watch <laughs> Rambo Last Blood. It's the last one, guys. Okay, we promise they're not going to redo this in 2030 when everybody's out of movie ideas and Sylvester Stallone is 83 years old. Okay? Although they could. With the way technology is going right now, they could. God damn it, they will. He's going to be like a fucking rest because we're going to figure out like bionic you know, joints replacements and fucking CGI. And then on Do we already have that, that On top of that, uh-huh. right, there's a series of games from Capcom called Bionic Commando. Yes. And they'll just call it Bionic Rambo. Oh, shit. And Capcom will fund it. I want it. I do, too. Bionic Rambo Commando. Capcom. God damn, it's going to be so good. Capcom, hear uh, me out. <laughs> Can you believe he's 73? I can't believe it still. He was half his age in the first in the first movie. Rambo. He was 36 years old, y'all. That's crazy. And looks like crazy. a fucking phenom beast, like better in better shape than I I probably will ever be and it's a little depressing. But good for you. Good but for also, you. But also that's different shape. Living different shape entirely. Living your best self. Um, what were your guys' impressions on this movie? Movie. Uh, I went into the film thinking, <laughs> this is. I'm just gonna watch an action film. I'm not gonna expect much. Hopefully, there's some good action. 
and I have an entertaining time. And luckily, I was with a very good audience that was cheering, which was like fantastic. It's crazy. When you go to the movie theaters, uh, for that period of time, you and everyone in that room is experiencing everything at the same time. Sure. Uh, Sounds... Uh, the the music emotions emotions uh, and nobody is thinking about what's going on outside of that room it's pretty magical it is so when you get an audience that is on the same page as you or 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 just like amped up yeah it really makes the cinematic experience uh exhilarating yeah it's it's fun when you got like like like-minded people and and you feel everybody else as into this as you are and we were freaking like laughing at the same parts like that's just ridiculous that's stupid (laughs) like what is going on and then we'd be like wow did that just happen that was disgustingly amazing unfortunately nikonsi saw it at a different time than alex and i and alex and i were in a very small theater and I was kind of the most obnoxious person there, I think. I was right there with you, buddy. Like, I feel like we like, yeah. we gave the energy for, you know, that should have been in that room for the entire audience. There was like one or two people who were like also kind of relaxing after we broke the ice. Yeah. But it's like you're saying where like if you go to like experience something like this. And you're all experiencing this together in a different way, kind of, you know. And you just straight up have people who aren't on the same level as you. You can ruin their experience, unfortunately. And I don't think, luckily, that we did. No, we were pretty quiet about it. But, like, I feel like every single time I got giddy, I kept, like, shoving your arm. And the people behind me were like, the fuck is this? Because I would rock my chair back and forth. I'm like, yeah. It was great. Um, I I did enjoy the movie. I thought the um, you know the plot was really good. I, I am gonna address one thing. <laughs> Being of Mexican descent, I was I was hugely offended by Giselle's like the, you know the person who designed the outfit. Like, didn't the costume designer, like, ask, like, okay, so this movie's set in the early 90s, right? Like, nah. Why are we dressing her like she's in the early 90s? Like a chola from the early... She had, like, the the bright blue... uh, um, uh, I don't know. Nail polish? No. Eyebrows? It was as basic as you could get. Yeah, she had the painted on eyebrows and the the bright blue eye shadow... Someone fell. Uh, the Jaime, Jaime. Jaime, you okay? He's yeah. oh, okay. He's working on his booby traps. Okay, he and and like the she had the flannels, top button with the chain. I just I don't know why unnecessary unnecessary. But when the narcos came in, the the human traffickers came in. Uh, they were dressed like actual narcos, and I was like, okay, all right, we got some accuracy. Spanish was great. Was it the it, subtitles? I kept, I kept asking like, Alex like. Does their Spanish feel pretty conversational? And like, do the subtitles translate all right? They weren't speaking English in Spanish. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can tell that they're like uh, somebody who speaks Spanish uh, wrote that script. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, I feel like June did a great job of putting me in that mindset of like what to watch, what to expect. Okay, Alex, you're not going in there for like a de- a deep, you know, soul changing experience. You're just going in for an action movie, and it's gonna be a fucking badass one. And and get your head like, straight. <laughs> just, it's gonna be insane. Yeah. Question: Did did it feel like it took a long time for the action to start? No, not to me. What I, about you, June? How long was the movie? It was only an hour and a half. I, yeah. I which was is not say, a long movie. It's actually yeah. a good pace for an action movie. For a right. ninety, I was gonna say like I'm pretty sure this was not a two hour movie, and so the pacing was perfect to me. But every single like, time, I really liked. I really liked that amp up. Into the straight up brutality that they were, that they showed us. Every single time That's, I thought Rambo was gonna fight, I was like, "Damn it, he didn't even fight." Yeah, he for sure uh, miscalculated his first uh, infiltration into the uh, Narcos uh, little den. Which, so. by the way, is very strange for a Vietnam veteran, uh, because uh, in the Vietnam War. It was all about guerrilla warfare. So he like fought opposite of that at the beginning, which makes no sense. And then he fought correctly at the end. Maybe it was an attempt to show uh, his age. That and the effect that having a family and, and and being emotionally charged the way he was. I think it would have been funny if he like walks around and then he was like, oh. I forgot where I am. That's what I was hoping was going to happen. But no, I guess they really wanted to help emotionally charge the the audience with the story of Gabriella. So I think another part of this is really, really specific and technical. And Wait, full reaching. stop. Full stop. <clears throat> Gabriella. You may continue. He was ashamed of himself for saying it incorrectly a second ago. <laughs> Gabriella. <laughs> garbage <laughs> fucking bananas garbage. that shit was garbage bananas uh, what i was gonna say is that it's kind of reaching but in theory right mm-hmm. assuming that uh and i'm totally technically speaking pulling this out of my ass but like assuming that rambo was like really 20... weird to watch i want yeah, the listeners like, to watch what to, is to... that it's like when a clown is like pulling a handkerchief and it just out keeps of, going out of his like pocket and it just doesn't stop. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I know your intestines are long, but what is going on? To really just um, more than just... a mile long. Picture that on your drive to work, listeners. Go on. I want them to picture that because then they're thinking of me. Boost. No. Anyway, the point is, is that so assuming that Rambo was uh, early 20s when he goes to Vietnam originally. Right. Right. That does make some sense because at this point he's like fifty, like late fifties, early sixties, right? And Sylvester Stallone himself is fucking seventy three. Seventy three. So like, theoretically, uh, he did spend a lot of time going soft and yeah, raising a family and stuff. But at the same time, from 
like 80 to 90% of the people who I have had the pleasure of talking to who have been through some sort of training of that sort, your like body tells you when something is weird is going ha- is going on like that. You don't even have to actually be tr- martially trained to like have your sense of uh like awareness. Your, yeah, your awareness for being put into a dangerous position right like that. So then it's very strange, like Nikansi said, for this Vietnam War veteran who absolutely murdered essentially 15 different armies <laughs> in Vietnam. Like to go in the middle of of uh, essentially an urban environment surrounded by the enemy and then not do anything. Uh, yeah, definitely a plot hole, but a plot driver at the same time. That kind of sucks when a plot hole is a plot driver. But what can you do? Uh, but they you totally, t- totally were like, that hole. Don't just fill it. Take it deeper, and they fucking went <laughs> yeah. in on it. We in some Alice in Wonderland shit. You guys want to get in some badass moments? The whole movie. Okay. Uh, That's June's. Yeah, I have one major badass moment. Okay. I was like, I see all these explosives that he's planting, and I know this movie somehow has a crazy, ridiculous budget as well. Right. I was like, how are they going to use this budget? And the entire tunnel, everything just explodes. Yeah, it was crazy. That shot alone was insane. Just just are you talking about you... the tunnels? Yes. Yeah, yeah. At or the very are you talking? Oh, at the very end. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The film looked really good. It was shot well. Very crisp and beautiful yeah. scenery. Yeah, I was like, wow, this is this is biggest budget ever for a Rambo movie. You know what's insane is to know that one of the filmmaker's tricks can technically apply to a lot of the tunnel scenes in a weird way, and that is that uh the this kind of like film trick, I forget exactly where I, I remember watching a video about this, but uh take for example spy movies and people crawling around in air vents, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, reality is is that you're not gonna fucking crawl into an air vent like that. That's already moving magic. Okay, but the other part of this movie magic is that they literally just use the same pipe. Uh, I guess they, you know, like they kept changing. They just change the angle and change the way you're crawling through the pipe, and it looks different. They could have technically done a lot of that in this movie with the way the tunnels worked, but it was still insane the whole time. It's kind of like the stairs in the sitcom, like in the house, like mm-hmm. the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Stairs don't go any fucking where, but they off just screen. literally, yeah, they just literally climb up some staircase and then like wait there, wait till <laughs> the next scene. So just Check. so just uh-huh. so people get an idea, okay, the very first Rambo film that came out in 1982 had a 15 million dollar budget. Done, dude. The second yeah. one had a 25.5 million dollar budget. In 1988, Rambo 3, which is kind of, this is crazy, 58 to $63 million budget. Whoa. Then, 2008, Rambo came back with a $50 million budget. And then this one also had a $50 million budget. Whoa, less than Rambo 3. Yeah. We got to go watch Rambo 3, y'all. I think it's, it's probably crazy. Yeah. Is it the one where he's in the jungle and he's like fighting... 
Vipers I just want shit. you to pause for a second and realize that that's three out of five Rambo films. That's crazy. That you just said the plot for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah Yo, the one where he's in the jungle. The one yeah. where he's in the jungle fighting cobras. Okay, did he fight cobras in the first one? He he was he probably he probably didn't. They were probably anacondas. Okay. Well, yeah. well. I want the audience to know that I haven't watched any of the Rambo's, and I still enjoyed the shit out of this movie. And it makes me want to go back and watch the original ones. Just for also, nostalgia. For I mean, sure. it's friggin' Sylvester Stallone, an action star. Yeah. The Italian stallion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want the audience to know that Alex really, really had to turn off his brain because he was sober for this one. I was. He, I, I had to preface him with, like, Alex, we're going in to see Rambo. Just appreciate the action. Shut it off. Just the plot's gonna be simple, but it's gonna be good, and it's gonna be just enough for you to appreciate how crazy the action is. That's it. That's it. It's not gonna be a deep plot. It's not gonna be deep. Can we get into the action? Uh, let me let me uh, let me jump into some of that. Actually, you know what's funny? My badass moments have nothing to do with the action. That's funny. So I am gonna just re- describe the two of them very quickly. Uh, I like the intensity of Rambo's first moment when he went to go question uh, Gabriela's dad. I really did enjoy that as well. That's when you can see, like, okay, this motherfucker is still, like, powerful. And I was pissed at that dad. He was an asshole. What a dick. Yeah. I Oof. felt so bad for her. Yeah. I actually, I, I wanted... I wanted her to have a happy ending. I really wanted Gabriela to have a good ending. But also, Rambo needed a reason to be Rambo again. He did. Which leads me into my next moment was... Rambo needed a reason to go Rambo. Sylvester Stallone's acting... uh, This is another badass moment. When he was uh, talking to um, the girl, the journalist, after a certain person's death, um and just basically like his revenge speak like their speech that sent chills down my spine i was like yes because you're upset with with rambo uh over what had happened and i don't know man like sylvester stallone still got it dude i don't care what people say sylvester stallone can act yes he can and through an accent this was an accent no, he didn't make that accent. It's his own accent. Oh, okay. But typically, when you have an accent, it's hard to act oh, okay. in English. Like Jackie Chan. True dad. Like, when you watch a Jackie Chan movie in in his English roles, it's hard for him to portray the same emotion that he does in his Chinese films. Oh, my God. He's such a... Because like he is a good actor. He is. He's a fantastic actor. But, you know, translation. Yep. And then he dubs himself... That's hard work. That's really hard to that's dub so, yourself. That's so crazy. That's a skill of a mastermind. Um, Sidebar real quick. Yes. I actually think that Adam Sandler has pretty good actual acting skills for the roles that he has that aren't just immediate comedy films. Well, like Punch Drunk Love is a fantastic Adam Sandler film. Right. Have you seen it, Alex? I haven't. There's another one that doesn't necessarily require him to like act a lot necessarily um to be the role that he's in but it's called rain over me and it is absolutely one of my ooh with don Cheadle. yeah it's high 
top tier one of my favorite one of my favorite movies also because they use the aspect of role uh, of playing a game as a driving force for the story of the plot see the bad part about adam sandler is that he makes a lot of his movies just to go on vacation just to be with his friends so <laughs> they're really just bad movies yeah. it's weird 100% <laughs> but every every once in a while he'll have a good movie but most of his movies he just makes just to go on vacation he's like uh where have we not been yet okay let's i don't know somebody write something real quick somebody let's just write like write something on the plane ride and then we'll just yeah. make it it's just on the fucking like plane ride like menu yeah the other, like, i got it one <laughs> of the really respectable things though about adam sandler is his his loyalty to his friends like do you see like all of his friends in all of his movies he just has tons of movies and he's like yeah these are my these are my friends either that or he's just that one friend who can't say no to anybody he's like <laughs> bring him along and is just a good dude rob schneider's he, got him he, wrapped around his finger he's like so i'm gonna be in this one right Right. He's like, hey, whoa! I don't really have. Let's just get you a Netflix TV show, Rob. Yeah, man. Yeah. Another thing, though, is that without Rob Schneider, we would not have easily one of the top films in all of the Hidden Shadows, Secret Chambers film catalogs. (gasps) That's a good ass point. Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas, which we need to watch soon. That is true. Is that going to be our New Year's Eve movie? Forgetting about Surf Ninjas. Can it be? Oh my god. Can it just be our movie every week? Oh, it's so good. Let's, let's put our pod in a time loop. That was a fun sidebar. Uh I think Consi wanted to get into the uh Yeah, technically you can cut that entire part out as bonus <laughs> content. No, leave it. But it was fantastic. Also just leave it in because our pod is just us gushing about all the things we love. Gush <laughs> Tell us about the uh action that you wanted to get into. The very end when you see him slowly but surely and steadily like a little engine that could but a rather large engine because Sylvester Stallone is a thick man, uh, yeah. you just watch him put his little traps together and he just keeps putting in your And then you're, as you're watching him, you're like, I don't know how what he's going to do with that, but I know it's going to be painful. And he shows every single trap. He shows them setting up every single one. Yeah. Well, again, I was I was telling June that yo this this fucking trap that he's setting is just like Home Alone, but just more murdery. Rambo so, is Macaulay Culkin. He's Macaulay Culkin at his finest. And then the narcos were the wet bandits. You know, <laughs> Rambo coming. was probably you know chilling with his horses on the farm, yeah. watching Home Alone, and he was like, <laughs> I, I know exactly <laughs> what. <laughs> what a damn! <laughs> oh, he While he's do, rocking, he didn't do the like slap his face in the scream. Ah, oh, that would have uh, been so good. One thing that I wanted to bring up is that a lot of those traps are actually plausible. They're pretty reasonable, reasonably uh, plausible. I think yeah. all of them were plausible. Like, I sure. think we yeah. could make it work. Like in a Halloween old- haunted trail, we should make a haunted <laughs> house, um, and then use these traps that we learned from Rambo. And then, like he's talking about, like the, release, talking like about hidden shadows. Pay, have people pay for for tickets to go inside these trap rooms. That's something we could totally ask Jaime to help us out with. Yeah, I think it'd be a good time. Jaime, what did you think about the uh, the traps? 
reminds me of my first uh, booby trap that I set up. I was like 16. And uh, it was pretty good. You know, I I like... I'm going to give him some style points for that one. Um, yeah, you know, I don't understand why the guys were just... Usually when I have my victims or, you know, the people that I'm assassinating going in, the victims try to run out and I have traps set up for their escape route. But these guys were just going deeper and deeper. I don't know. I give I give them points for brave. Right. Very brave. Or ignorant, ignorant, whatever. They have huevos. They have some huevos. Enjoy Good the rest. job, Jaime. Oh, thank you, guys. Right, here's a new Good. clipboard. I, I got this for you for a present and just, uh, you know. This is beautiful. Yeah. It's mahogany. Oh, my God. It smells wonderful. It's got, it's got a good heft to it, huh? Yeah. It does. No, it's got like a good weight. Yeah. You yeah. can you need good weight in the in the clipboard. You want to mm-hmm. feel it. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't want to. It also, uh, you know, it empowers you because you're like, when you do the good clipboard slap, you're like, ooh. Ah. It's got that, that thunk to it. You're like, mm. Oh my god! I'm gonna go break this in right now. Okay. Uh, and Jaime is our favorite intern forever. That's our booby trap specialist right there. Dude. I mean, he's now a full fledged shadow, isn't he? Yeah, he just uh, he just did the test, um, and uh, he <laughs> he did great. Yeah. Except um, at the same time, he will forever be our intern. He will. He will. I mean, like, you know, you don't get to be one of the hidden shadows who gets to talk about hidden shadows publicly, privately, publicly, privately. It's a secret society, but not so secret. You don't get to be this high up without earning your stripes. That's exactly right. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. Uh, Do you... Oh, (laughs) let's let's talk about the number rating. Uh, What do you guys want to give it? I give it a 6 out of 10. I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It was fun. Only a 6. Well, <laughs> it what it wasn't, it was not above average, and an average movie is a seven. Yeah. A great movie is an eight. Right. An amazing movie is a nine, and a masterpiece is a ten. And it doesn't exist. But it was a fun movie. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie too. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten as well. Um, I'm. Oh. <laughs> Again, I enjoyed it. Turn off my brain. But um, they they saved the wrong villain for last. It should have been Victor Martinez. A hundred percent. Yeah, I wish I could have seen him die slowly. I was more convinced that Victor was the the alpha in that brotherly relationship. Really? How are you? The only reason I'm saying that is uh-huh. because supposedly Victor is the older brother, yes. But to be the alpha psychologically in that relationship, what they showed us on screen, Victor takes orders from Hugo. He did, but then there was that moment is like, you know, next time, motherfucker, uh, when I say, you know, to do something, you better fucking do it. Right. But that doesn't necessarily make him an alpha so much as confrontational. I just felt like the con- speaking of confrontations. I feel like the confrontation between Rambo and Victor would have been more heated. If there was a given moment to show it on screen, probably. I think that would have been way cooler. Because, like, you didn't really have much against uh, Martinez number two. I forgot his name. Hugo. Hugo? 
Um, I don't know no Hugo Martinez either. Hugo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then again, like it just like when it ended, you were just like, oh, was it okay? Got it. But it was it was fun. June, tell us your argument. Did you guys actually think I was going to give it higher than a higher than a six? By the way, I, I didn't know I, what to expect. Oh, actually, oh. I'm sitting here with bated breath. I'm going to give it a really high six. <laughs> oh, damn high rated. God damn it. We ah. walked over a bridge and there was a <laughs> troll under it. It wasn't just any troll. It looks like a human. And he t- makes you guess riddles. If it looks like a human, it sounds like a human, and it breathes like a human, it must be a human. That's, yeah, that yeah. troll. <laughs> the reason being that uh, this was... In a lot of ways, the conclusion of Rambo, right? Yeah, big time. Like, I think that the weight of the film franchise leading into this and this being, like, the send-off was actually really, really cool. That doesn't mean that it, it gets to, you know, escape from the, the plot holes that we've already riddled it with. But at the same time, it was highly entertaining. It was freaking brutal. It was amazing. And the Hollywood magic was plausible a lot of the time. Yeah. The one in particular trap that I was questioning, uh, actually, there's two of them. One of them was the uh, bullet pin mine where he had like a like steel block with pins in the bottom and he drilled that, drilled it out and he put the bullets inside those holes. Right. And he stepped on it and just blasted upwards. Yeah. The amount of, I mean, like, it's plausible still, but at the same time, it was just kind of like, I mean, you, like, putting that much pressure to push in the fire cap, firing cap, mm-hmm. might not actually be enough, and that has to be, like, like that has to be a lot of weight to, like, immediately put into a step and then blast your foot off. Yeah. But it's still plausible. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a freaking scientist, you know? Another one was the magnesium in the shotgun shells. That was amazing. That was fucking badass. And at the same time, I was like, that doesn't seem like it makes any sense at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put shreds of magnesium inside my inside my bullet. And I'm going sh- to sh- sh- recap some shotgun shells. And <laughs> like, again, I'm going to give him points for style. Just that was badass. Right. Just because mm-hmm. like. I mean, how much One you're thing, like taking like your your average like action shooting scene and you just add a little extra your magne- magnesium bang it. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I wanted to bring up and it is very important for for our listeners to understand that I did keep a bullet count, but nobody was alive long enough for it to matter. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember you mentioning that. Uh, I was going to mention something. The like the only person who lived long enough was Hugo. Yeah, and even then, it's plausible that he reloaded. Oh, I did want to jump on a badass moment, or not a badass, but a what the fuck moment was when he broke into the go the sex scene or the sex like motel or whatever fuck. It's called a whorehouse. The whorehouse, the brothel. And he just started, just all I need is need me is a hammer, and just took down everybody in that building with a goddamn hammer. 
It was fucking insane. <gasps> Literally, this whole movie prior to him getting his face fucking cut, yeah, was so slow but good pacing at the same time. Yeah. Which is kind of what Nkansi had said earlier was like it took forever for you to finally get to some fighting. Sure. But I was just like happy with I was happy with that pacing the entire time because it made it as soon as something happened, it would be it would feel more violent. And yeah. in this case, it already made it insanely violent with collarbone. Up like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the first time something happens, it it was going to be violent the way that they were pacing the film. But then they gave us like, like. Is this is this R rated? Is this R rated? Right, like <laughs> just whoa. reaching into someone's neck and snapping their collarbone. It was crazy. That was one of my favorite parts. That was cool. Yeah, right. It was cool. I I enjoyed the Overall, movie. Highly, highly, highly exciting film. Yeah, tons of fun. See, I knew if you, you want to see fun. if you want to see an action movie. Called it. You didn't have to tell me. I already knew. And he does it again. What? Ah, damn it, troll. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, God damn it. You fucking, you know what? Like, I, I like, this is one of the reasons why I'm happy we're doing the podcast because there are these moments where, one, I'm going to watch movies that I would not normally watch. And then two, um, I'm enjoying them differently. Instead of just trying to walk in with like a negative mindset and like this is gonna suck, uh, I'm just going in and just like yeah. Three three years ago, we've been doing the podcast for two years now, right? About two years like now, almost two years, and we've been talking about the Cup podcast for like almost three years. Right? We're, we're so positive. Like we're always the point like, that I bring it up. Is what that can like, I like about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah, we're like the I'm gonna opposite. like this shit out of you because like all right, y'all listeners. Here's what eventually happens when you, like, review movies for a living or whatever the fuck, right? Or for an Instagram page. You just get jaded, like, period. Uh, and I think what we're what the goal of this podcast is to do the opposite of that and find positivity, positivity in those movies. But to also get paid eventually. And also get paid <laughs> so that we don't have to do our normal jobs. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. Please continue to send your friends here if you guys think you're gonna they're gonna like this podcast, which they will. Follow us on at HSTSC33. Interact with us. Talk to us. Tell us what you'd like to see more of. Uh, check me out on my Instagram page for music recommendations. I'm constantly finding new music and just adding it to my story amazing taste guys he turns me on to a lot of the music that i listen to and he is good follow, follow us on facebook hidden shadows of the secret chamber support our other podcast sidetrack podcast or if you're a spanish speaker this viado and go follow junior at twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carve where I'm going to be doing God knows what for how knows how long anyways. Uh, so uh, who knows? I got, a, I got a sneeze coming on. Who knows? Just let it know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It, it's everywhere. Oh, my my shoes. My shoes. No, that was a ghost. And that's a spooky ectoplasm. Whoa. Gee, gross. Yeah, gross. He just 
He's got his ectoplasm all over your shoes. He really likes vans. This has been a really, really long sign out. I could talk all day. Good night. Or like all day. And I'm gonna keep talking. And then I'm gonna keep talking. Hit the, the spacebar, please. Like, all day. No, Hyman!